Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Episode 16 of CCT, Choose Chalk Talk. Um, I appreciate everyone tuning in, coming back. Uh, another great episode. Um, sorry for um, the delay of a day. I know I normally drop every Friday, but today we have a very special uh, segment. We have, again, College U and College Football with my good friend Paige coming on later. So uh, we'll have that later on. And um, just appreciate everyone tuning in. And uh, we'll get started. So as we all know, the regular season has ended. Conference championship weekend has concluded as well. And now it's bowl season. And like I said, there's a bunch of bowls. I think there's 43 or 50 bowls out there. Maybe even more, to be honest. And um, game started yesterday, and there's more going on right now. And then obviously until past New Year's and uh, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So, again, I'm not going to list every bowl game on the face of the earth right now because I don't think that's very relevant. I'm kind of going to do it like a week-by-week basis. So I'm talking about the bowls that happened yesterday. Um, I'll mention some of the ones that are going on today. And then I'll list out the rest of the week. And then um, after that, we'll hop into um, some news and what's going on in the college football world. So jump right in. Um, Last week... We had America's game, Navy versus Army, two uh, you know important branches of the military that hate each other. Again, very big rivalry going back not even just for football but sports, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years. Navy ended up defeating Army 17 to 13. Very close game in America's game. That game was held at um, East Rutherford, where um, Giants and Jets play, so MetLife Stadium. Navy improved to four and eight on the season. Army fell to 8-4. Go over some stats specifically in the game. You had zero turnovers apiece for both teams. Um, Kind of even total yardage. Navy had 278. Army had 232 total yards. Pretty much the the, the story of the game was the two quarterbacks. Starting off with Army, Anderson. He was 7-15 passing, 108 yards. Also had nine rushes for 67 yards and a touchdown. And then Navy, who again runs the triple option, the wishbone. They like to run you over, smash mouth football. Uh, Again, I'm going to butcher his name. But Lavatai, again, it's really L-A-V-A-T-A-I, so I guess Lavatai. He was 4 of 6 passing for 82 yards, so he only threw the ball 6 times. But he had 20 rushes for 62 yards and 2 touchdowns. So again, very smash mouth game between, again, the Army and the Navy. Very historic game. Game day was there. Um, Navy ended up defeating Army. Again, I don't know how many years in a row this is, but Navy always seems to smack Army. I don't know why. I guess uh, they can't get up for the game, but it feels like for the past 10 years, Navy has dominated the matchup. So congrats to the Navy. Again, uh, good for them. Now moving on. Uh, Yesterday, you had two bowl games to start off with. We had the Bahamas Bowl, and as you can guess, it is played in the Bahamas. So beautiful weather there. You had Middle Tennessee against Toledo. Middle Tennessee ended up defeating Toledo 31-24. Middle Tennessee moved to 7-6 on the year, and Toledo fell to 7-6. So both ended up with the same record. Going over stats for the game, you had Middle Tennessee had one turnover, and so did Toledo, so even matchup there. Um, Again, the kind of stories of the games was Middle Tennessee's passing attack versus Toledo's running attack. Toledo had a total of 235 rushing yards. Middle Tennessee had a total of 276 passing yards. So, again, kind of opposites. Middle Tennessee couldn't stop the run. They got ran through. 
couldn't stop the run like a nosebleed. And then Toledo got aerated. I guess their D-backs were out to lunch. They couldn't stop anything. Going over individual stats for Toledo. Finn, their quarterback, was 18-39 passing for 212 yards. He threw for two touchdowns and an interception. He also had 12 rushes for 83 yards and a touchdown. And then one of their running backs, Kobach, again, big rushing game. The quarterback at 83 rushing yards. The running back, Kobach, at 18 rushes for 126 yards. So big on the ground game there. One of their wide receivers, Landers, had four receptions for 137 yards and a touchdown. Now switching over to Middle Tennessee. Um, we got Vaditicio. Again, I don't know how to pronunciate some of these names. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, but it's Vadi, maybe Vadiato, something like that. Again, Middle Tennessee's quarterback was 23 of 35, 270 yards and two touchdowns passing. One of the wide receivers, Pierce, had four receptions for 114 yards and a touchdown, so he balled out. Kudos to him. Um, I caught some of this game at work when I went back and forth. Uh, I actually saw Landers had a one-handed touchdown catch. It was a bomb down the field from Finn, and he tipped it with one hand, caught it, and ran for a touchdown. It was sick. But honestly, other parts of the game I saw, it was very, very chippy on both teams. Again, got a couple unsportsmanlike penalties for you know excessive celebration, you know, getting in people's faces. Dame definitely got chippy at points. Um, big showdown in the Bahamas. Middle title C came out on top, so kudos to them. Um, again, now we have the next bowl game that happened last night. You had the great Cure Bowl, who again, the Cure Bowl, the Liberty Flames, so I'll be talking about in a couple minutes. They are back-to-back Cure Bowl champs, but this year, the Cure Bowl, and again, that's held in Orlando, Florida. Cure Bowl was played between the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers and Northern Illinois Huskies. Again, Northern Illinois won the MAC this year. Coastal Carolina did not win the Sun Belt. But again, 11-2, they defeated Northern Illinois 47-41. So a barn burner of a game. Excuse me, very high scoring. Northern Illinois fell to 9-5 on the year. Again, going with the numbers for both the teams. Both of them had over 500 total yards. So, again, not really much defense played in this game. Obviously, you can see with the score, 47-41. But, again, kind of tale of two types of offenses. Coastal Carolina, the big air raid attack between Grayson McCall. I call him Grayson McCaw. That's one of my friends who went there calls him. He had 315 passing yards. The team did as a total. And Northern Illinois was more of the ground game, run you over. Had a total of 335 passing yards. So that was kind of the tale of the two offenses there. Northern Illinois did have a turnover, so minus one in that battle. Again, it could have maybe, you know, led to why Coastal Carolina won. I don't think it was that, like, key. But, again, turnover does not help. Um, now going into visual stats, you have Lombardi, Northern Illinois' quarterback. He was 20-33, 181 yards passing and two touchdowns. He also had eight rushes for 66 yards and a touchdown. And then, again, with the big rushing game, both two of their running backs had over 100 yards rushing. Ducker had 24 rushes for 146 yards. Brown had 12 rushes for 105 yards and a touchdown. So shout out to them. They ran all over to Chanticleers. Now jumping the coastal stats. Grayson McCall or McCaw. Again, this kid is going to be a stud. I think it's his sophomore year this year. And the kid balls out. Last year he played really, really well. They lost to Liberty in the Cure Bowl last year. But this kid could play. Look for him within the next two years, possibly going to the league. Grayson McCall, the kid's nice. He was 22 of 30 passing, 315 yards, four touchdowns. 
He had 10 rushes for 40 yards as well. And again, two wide receivers pretty much had 100 yards or close to it. Likely had seven receptions for 96 yards and two touchdowns. And then Haley, again, Haley, it sounds like, had seven receptions for 94 yards. Again, so great game between the both of them. High scoring, not a lot of defense, but again, key stops came up. And congratulations to Coastal. This is their first bowl win in program history, so kudos to them. Good win for the Chanticleers, and they will be partying in Conway after that victory. Again, those are the bowl games that have happened previously. The first bowl games happened yesterday. And again, there's a couple bowl games on today, so I'm just going to run through some of these games. Uh, you had the Boca Raton Bowl between Western Kentucky and App State. Western Kentucky dominated. They won 59-38. That was at FSU Stadiums in Boca Raton, Florida. Obviously, the Boca Raton Bowl in Boca Raton, Florida. Then you had the Celebration Bowl, South Carolina State. Beat up on Jackson State. Um, Coach Primetime, Deion Sanders' team, 31-10. That was at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia, the Georgia Dome. Keynote for Jackson State. They actually flipped the number one recruit in the country. He was a D-back going to Florida State. But he switched, and now he committed to Jackson State, which is a big deal because... And, uh, you know, historically black college university, HBCUs have never had that high of a recruit. You know, the number one recruit in the country go to one of their schools. So it's a big deal. Coach Prime is doing a good job over there. So kudos to him. Then you had the New Mexico Bowl, which, again, all these games are today. You had Fresno State play UTEP. That started at 215 on ESPN. I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Independence Bowl, which you had number 13, BYU, against UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham. That was at 3.30 p.m. on ABC. That was held in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. Tonight, actually going on right now, just started the Lending Tree Bowl between Eastern Michigan and Liberty. That's at 5.45, again, going on right now on ESPN. That's in Mobile, Alabama. You also have the Louisiana Bowl. Actually, not the Louisiana Bowl, excuse me. The L.A. Bowl, which again is for Los Angeles, not Louisiana. You know, Oregon State versus Utah State tonight. Both of those schools had good years. Utah State won the Mountain West Championship. Oregon State also had a great year as well. That's 7.30 p.m. on ABC. That's at SoFi Stadium, California. And the last but not least, the New Orleans Bowl, which will take place tonight, 9.15 p.m. on ESPN. That's between the University of Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, who are 23 in the country. They're playing Marshall. We are Marshall. That is being held at Superdome in Louisiana. Again, all these games are going on today. Um, again, look forward to a lot of these games. Again, the Liberty-Eastern Michigan game, I'm really looking forward to a bunch of buddies. My girlfriend goes there. I've been to a Liberty game this year. Malik Willis, their quarterback, is probably going to be a first-round pick this year. Again, very good dual-threat quarterback, has a great touch. Fresno State against UTEP in the New Mexico Bowl. Again, that game probably was a barn burner. Fresno State is very good. Um, again, UAB against BYU. We'll see if BYU is legit. They're 13th in the country. UAB just got their football program back a couple years ago. They'll probably play them tough. And then tonight, I'll take Utah State over Oregon State. That's going to be a great game out in SoFi in L.A. And honestly, I'll take uh, the Raging Cajuns over Marshall tonight in Louisiana. And now, just I'm just going to go over some of the games that we have coming up this week. Like I said, there's too many bowl games. really wouldn't make sense for me to list them all out. And people will forget them. We really want matchups. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to list all the bowl games this week, and then Friday or Saturday, whenever I drop an episode, you know, next week, 
I'll just list the next ones that are coming up. So again, no games tomorrow. Monday, December 20th, you have the Myrtle Beach Bowl, which will be held in Conway, South Carolina. I'm guessing it's played at Coastal Stadium. You will have Tulsa against Old Dominion. And all these times are in Eastern. That's where I live, the Eastern time zone. The 2.30 p.m. on ESPN, again in Conway, South Carolina. Tuesday, and again, I'll just go pick by pick. I'll take Tulsa in that game. You know, Old Dominion had a good year, but again, I'll take Tulsa any day there. Tuesday, 12-21, December 21st, you have the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. You have Kent State, the Golden Flashes versus Wyoming. That is 3.30 p.m. on ESPN. It's again, it's in Boise, Idaho. Kent State let me down in the MAC Championship. So again, I'm going to take Wyoming here. Again, Kent State might be up for it, but I'll take the Cowboys in that one. Then you have, again, Tuesday night, you have the Frisco Bowl, which will be number 24, San Diego State. The Aztecs had a great year this year versus UTSA. The Roadrunners also had an amazing year this year. That game is going to be a great one. That is 7.30 p.m. on ESPN, Toyota Center in Frisco, Texas. Definitely, honestly, I'd like to say San Diego State, but... I think UTSA pulls off the upset here. Another, you know, end to the Cinderella year. I'll take them. Wednesday, December 22nd, you have the Armed Forces Bowl. Like it sounds like Army will be participating in this game. They will be playing Mizzou. That's 8 p.m. on ESPN in Fort Worth, Texas. Honestly, Mizzou hasn't been really competitive in a couple of years. I'll take Army all day on that one. Probably want to get revenge for their Navy upset the other day. So I'll take Army. Thursday. December 23rd, you have the Frisco Football Classic, another game held in Toyota Center in Frisco, Texas. It will be Miami, Ohio versus North Texas. That's at 3.30 p.m. on ESPN. I like Miami, Ohio there, honestly. North Texas had a decent year. Again, they've been up and coming recently, but I like Miami, Ohio there. Next, you have the Gasparilla Bowl, which is Thursday still, the 23rd. You have University of Florida, the Gators against UCF, the Golden Knights. That is 7 p.m. on ESPN. It'll be at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida, the Bucks Stadium. So the big pirate ship will be there. I damn hope the Gators win this game for all the Gator fans out there, for Jared's sake, for Albert, the Alligator's sake, because they might cook them after the game if they lose. But I want to take the Gators in this one, beat down on UCF. I hate UCF ever since... 2017 when Bama won the chip, they said because they went undefeated, they won the chip, which is obviously preposterous. So UCF, we'll see. I don't think, again, it might be close, but I think UF will come out victorious there. Then Friday on Christmas Eve, December 24th, you have the Hawaii Bowl. You got Hawaii playing Memphis. That's at 8 p.m. on ESPN. That is in Honolulu, Hawaii. Again, I'll take Memphis there. Hawaii, again, kind of swept on all over this year. Not really having a good year, but Memphis, definitely, I'll take there. And then Saturday, Christmas Day, December 25th, you have the Camilla Bowl, which I know everyone's excited for on Christmas Day. You got Ball State versus Georgia State. You know, if you're a big Ball State, Georgia State fan, God bless you. Um, I personally, you know, am not. But again, looking forward to it. Great bowl game. Great pride victory for each, you know, each school, especially on Christmas Day. That's 2.30 p.m. on ESPN in Montgomery, Alabama. So, again, lots of bowl games coming up this week. Lots today. Um, More tonight coming up. So, again, if you're interested in any of those games, definitely tune in. Um, Some of the key ones, definitely the Gasparilla Bowl. 
I think the Frisco Bowl between San Diego State and UTSA. Um, honestly, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl will probably be a good one. The Hawaii Bowl and other games like that. But definitely tune in. Again, you have 50-something-plus bowl games, maybe even more. So pick whatever ones you like and decide. Again, if it's your first taste in the college football, just turn one on and see what happens. Again, it won't hurt you. They won't bite. Trust me. And, um, again, every single week when I come on, I'll just drop what bowl games are coming up. But that's pretty much the whole week in advance. Now switching over to some news. Like many people know, um, like I reported last week, Clemson's defensive coordinator, Brent Venerables, he's now the head coach at Oklahoma. But Clemson just lost their offense coordinator as well. Tony Elliott will now be becoming the coach of UVA, which is Clemson's ACC rival. So Dabo is the only one left at Clemson. Um, again, you guys know how I feel about Clemson. One of my good buddies, he goes there now, Lucas, who was on uh, for CVCF. Again, Clemson had a horrible year this year. Hopefully they have you know recruited up and they come back strong. Dabo is going to have to retool, bring in some new coaches. So we'll see how that goes. Now some more transfer portal stuff. Spencer Rattler, have I said last week he's entered the transfer portal, but now he's committed to the University of South Carolina. So he's going to be a Gamecock, the fake USC, the real USC is in California. Sorry for all the people who are Gamecocks. That's not the real uh, USC. Bo Nix has also entered the transfer portal. Again, the quarterback for Auburn. Broke his leg or his foot, and he was out for the rest of the year. Did not play in the Bama game. We'll see where he ends up. Zach Calzada, Texas A&M's quarterback. He has also entered the transfer portal, so we'll see where he is going. Texas A&M had a good year. Again, we'll see where he ends up. Um, Quinn Ears. He is. Uh, he was the number 22, number one player in the 2022 class, but he uh, left high school early to enroll at Ohio State. He is now transferred to Texas. So big move there. He's a quarterback. Again, big loss for Ohio State to lose that kid after he leaves high school early and enrolls in university, and then he decides to leave. So that's kind of a big uh, fu. But we'll see how he turns out at Texas. Um, Mel Tucker, Michigan State's head coach. He honored the Oxford, Oxford High School shooting uh, hero, Tate Meyer, by naming him into their recruiting class for this year. And again, like I said, uh, last week in Michigan's Big Ten victory over Iowa, Michigan had TM um, on their jerseys to represent Tate Meyer as well. So, you know, kudos to them, Michigan and Michigan State, honoring, you know, Tate Meyer and this horrible tragedy that occurred. Um, more in recruiting, again, I'm not going to dive deep into recruiting, Again, that's not my area of expertise. That's not my forte. I kind of look at it when it's all done. But, you know, the recruiting, you know, rankings and stuff are going on right now. Again, it's not over yet. But currently, Texas A&M has the number one recruiting class in the country. So everyone in College Station, if you're an Aggie, is going nuts. Number two is Bama. And number three is Georgia. So no shock that those two are there. But A&M has shocked the world. The past couple years, they've had like the eighth and ninth, I think, back-to-back years recruiting class. And now they're number one in the country. I guess that big win over Bama this year did something for them. So kudos to them. We'll see how it all shakes out at the end. But again, Nick Saban has continued to retool every single year, so I'm not too worried about it. Um, another big sit-out for a bowl game coming up is um, Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker III, again, as we know, is the big running back from Michigan State. He was up for the Heisman until like the last couple of weeks where he kind of sputtered out. He is declared for the NFL draft, and he will be skipping the Peach Bowl. So again... Fortunate news. Again, a great time player, big time player has decided to skip the bowl game and get ready for the NFL. 
Again, you know my opinion on this. Again, you want to sit out because you, just in case you get hurt. But at the same time, you know, this bowl game is a big deal, big for your school, and you decide to sit out. So, again, it's, you know, positives and negatives on both sides. But it's his decision. I respect the decision. Um, Bryce Young won the Heisman. Uh, again, I don't know why that was the last kind of news. Kind of should have been number one, you know, considering with the Heisman Award men's, but... Bryce Young defeated Abe Hutchinson, C.J. Stroud, and um, Kenny Pickett from Pitt. Again, all had great years. Obviously, Bryce Young's Iron Bowl heroics and the thrashing of Georgia in the SEC championship game lifted him to victory. And this is the fourth player in Alabama's history that has won the Heisman. All four of them have been under Nick Saban. You had Mark Ingram in 09, Derek Henry in 2015, Devontae Smith last year, and now Bryce Young this year. Three different positions at Alabama have won the Heisman now, which is great. And uh, Alabama joins another couple group of schools that have back-to-back Heisman winners. So obviously, Nick Saban, keep doing one hell of a job. You're doing great. Um, so that's pretty much, you know, generic news roundup for this week. And um, now we'll uh, transfer over until, uh, you know, very popular, probably the most popular segment of CCT. We have uh, College View and College Football. Like I said before, I have my, one of my very good friends uh, back here now. She's uh, back from school. She, uh, her name is Paige. She went to Wake Forest University. Now she's at grad school at NYU. But um, you know, I'm just gonna have her on today to talk a little bit about Wake Forest. You know, talk about the great year they had, and just kind of give us um, an insight on what it's like to go to school there. So, uh, Paige, I appreciate you, you know, sitting down today. Yeah, I mean, somebody had to bring some Wake representation on here. You know, I, uh, I definitely uh, respect that, you know. <laughs> you got to get the Demon Deacon pride out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So, Paige, let's just start off with, tell me, what is a Demon Deacon? Okay, so this is kind of weirdly com- complex, honestly. Um, <laughs> I think, like, freshman year, everyone kind of has to learn the story of like how it came about and then I think everyone forgets it so I think if you went on campus and you asked somebody what a demon deacon is I think too many people would have no idea um (laughs) basically basically it so our main rival is uh duke okay and they're the blue devils yeah and and I like the 1920s um we beat them and uh, a reporter said it was like a devilish win, like mm. playing off of like the Duke yeah, mascot. Yeah, okay. And so that kind of, I guess tangentially is where the demon comes gotcha, from. Gotcha, okay. The devil demon. Um, and then also like Wake definitely comes from like a Baptist roots. Like it used to be like a Baptist school. Okay. Like back in the like 1800s. So uh, I think there's like just a, like a riff on like demon and then like the deacon as like the baptist Mm -hmm. roots and it was actually a frat guy who came from like a prank from a frat guy because i think in the so we had like the demon deacon but like we didn't have an actual mascot okay um so it was just like the name it was just the name okay and then in like 19 in the 1940s there was some frat guy and he like ran on the field like to, like completely like not allowed (laughs) he just like busted onto the field and he dressed in like a top hat and like was like that's basically where the like caricature came from of okay. like the basically it just looks like this weird old man with like a top hat and then he run he like at the beginning of every game he like rides out on a motorcycle that's pretty i don't know where the motorcycle yeah. came from where is that I don't, deal actually i think for a while it used to be a unicycle <laughs> like back 
in the like, I don't know, okay. 40s or something. Nice. And, you know, we kind of modernized. We upgraded, and now it's motorcycle. Um, nice. So, yeah, it's kind of a convoluted story. And every every single, like, game, the other team always, like, heckles us by being like, we, who knows what a demon deacon is? Like, a gen- and we're like, get a new. Get, get a, a new, new joke. Heckle, yeah, get seriously. a new get a new heckle. <laughs> Awesome. Wow, that's that's hysterical. Honestly, before I met you, I never knew what a demon deacon was either because I never went to school. Like, I never knew yeah, anybody who went to yeah. school there, but I never knew what it was. So when you first told me that, that is actually hysterical. <laughs> Paige, were you ever dressed up as a demon deacon riding in on the motorcycle? I, that's what I, I need to know. I wish. I genuinely wish. I should have. Um, it's on my bucket list. I can still do it, right? I'm an alumni. Maybe True. I can just, just come back know. dressed up one yeah, day. And just... Yeah, why not? <laughs> I just need a motorcycle. <laughs> So, and a top hat. <laughs> exactly. So tell me a little bit about Wake Forest. I know you said it's like from Baptist roots. Uh, mm-hmm. It's in North Carolina, right? Yes, Winston-Salem, okay. North Carolina. So tell me a little bit about, I guess, the area it's in Winston-Salem. I really don't even know where that is. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, the vibes, like a kind of like a city cool, or like do you, is it just out in the middle of farmland? Yeah. Like some of the culture behind it. Um, okay, so it's a very small school. Okay. Um, How many people would you say about? Uh, 1,500, like small. Like one thousand five hundred <laughs> students total. Yeah, that's not. I thought you like. Or like, well, like per class. Oh, per class. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, I was about yeah. to say. But like, it's very small. It's so very small. That would be like six thousand yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. Is that um, both graduate and undergraduate, or just undergraduate? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so very small campus. It okay. kind of it's very similar to like Vanderbilt's campus, which okay. just like just. I've never been there. Th- either, yeah, like small, small, small liberal okay. arts. Um, and it's very, like, it's very preppy. Oh, yeah, very snooty. I mean, that's, like, the stereotype, (laughs) for sure. Um, It's just, like, there's, um, it's interesting, though, because there's not a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of people from the South there, but there's, like, a huge New Jersey, like, like, population. The armpit of America. And, (laughs) 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 like, my sophomore roommate she was from new jersey and mm-hmm. she and i like asked her i was like why like yeah why are you why? here <laughs> <laughs> and it was like basically it's like all these like northern rich kids who like uh, want the southern experience. experience yeah so they take mommy jack daddy's like mercedes benz right, and right. oh yeah no on campus i'd see like porsches and like what i'm like it's ridiculous <laughs> i'll ridiculous. stick with my unicycle yeah <laughs> yeah me and my unicycle <laughs> are just fine um so yeah i would say Greek life is big, um, and it's just, you know, I would, yeah, it's just very preppy, like, lots of, lots of sparries going around, Uh, lots of vineyard vines. Vineyard vines, vines, southern comfort. Yeah, oh yeah, lots of khakis. Oh, Um, (laughs) that's quite unfortunate. We don't, there's not so much, no one really goes into Winston-Salem. Okay, I was going to say, how far is that from my Yeah, or like downtown Winston-Salem. It's like a 10-minute drive, but like. Greek life is so big that people do don't go to there. bars or anything. Yeah. It's all just frat parties. Okay. So. Gotcha. Cool. Interesting. I, because I didn't even know. I don't even know where Winston-Salem is, to be honest. Yeah. In yeah. It's North like northern, northern North Carolina. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm guessing since Duke is one of your big... Are you close to where um, you know their school is and stuff like that? And UNC too? Duke or? is in... Oh, God. I used to know this. It's like it's like an hour away, okay. hour hour and a half. Drive. And I'm guessing is um, UNC is also kind of close then as well. Yeah, yeah, UNC is closer, at like an like 30, 45 minutes. Okay, I'm sure. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so a lot of so, schools in like your general area. Yeah, no, North Carolina. I mean, there's UNC, there's uh, NC State, yep. uh, Duke, 
we play Elon, but like that's a joke. Like <laughs> Elon thinks that I don't know. I they feel like Elon cool. tries to rival us, but I don't think you we guys take put him in place. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> like Elon, like the little brother, stop yeah. thing, like shut up. <laughs> yeah. right. Which I think is how. To be fair, I think that's how Duke views us. So <laughs> I <got you. laughs> it goes around, comes around. That's funny. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about. Um, some of your school traditions, whether it's, you know, like sports wise or, you know, scholastically wise, just tell me some things that your school does, whether it's every year or like for a big game or something like that. Yeah. So I think like the biggest tradition we have is like when we win a game, we like roll the quad, which is we just like take a bunch of toilet paper and like TP the trees. <laughs> oh, okay. Which I think a lot of, yeah, a lot of schools do that, but yeah, we call it rolling the quad because that's like in the center of campus is like a yeah, quad. It's like a big green yeah, space kind of, yeah. we have that the same thing at yeah. Miami as well. Um, okay. So it's really fun. Like I remember like this was actually, so like because I graduated early, I mm-hmm. think it was like spring of 2020 was like, yeah. it was like right, it was like February, right before COVID Shit hit. hit. The fan, yeah. yeah. And so it was like one of my last like games on campus at yeah. all. And it was like we beat Duke in basketball, which we never do. We usually beat them in football, okay. but like basketball, we like never do. Yeah. And we beat them. Mm-hmm. And it was like insane. It was on like a Wednesday night or something. Okay. And everybody like, started like crowd surfing in the quad and like TVing and like that was so fun um That's awesome. and yeah I'm trying to think of other major traditions I mean we we call wake mother so dear which I genuinely I don't know where that comes mean? from yeah, what is that? I, it's like we have our song like okay. our school yeah, song like is like mother so mater. dear okay. yeah so I don't know people just say mother so dear at like so, so, <laughs> football so. games Interesting. and like you know lots of like tailgating obviously um gotcha and yeah i would say i would say rolling quad is like the biggest one gotcha gotcha and now before you were telling me about this uh secret tunnel system oh, that yeah. wake has <laughs> tell me a little bit about that so wake, wake has a lot of weird like for it being such a small campus i feel like there's a lot of like weird there's like a, shady stuff yeah yeah like there's it's like weird secret passageways and like there's a bell tower that like has some historical significance or something um okay. but yeah there's like an underground tunnel system below week's campus that was like built in the i think it was the 50s because so basically Wake's campus used to be in actual, like, Wake Forest, North Carolina is a city, okay. and we used to be in Wake Forest, yeah. North Carolina, in, like, the 1800s, but yeah. then we moved in 1950 to Winston-Salem, okay. and so that was when the, like, tunnel system was built on, like, the campus today, mm-hmm. and it's basically for, like, if the president of, if there's, like, a national security emergency and the president of the campus has to, I love how we only want to protect yeah, the, the president. Yeah, want to the president. The rest of everybody can fend for themselves. <laughs> Only the president um, is going to be able to escape if there's a national security emergency. I think historically, I think if something actually happened today, hopefully, I would hope people yeah. would be able to use the tunnel system. Solid. But yeah, there's just an underground tunnel system, and you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to go down there, or else you'll you'll get suspended. Um, but they do like yearly tours of it. Oh, okay, so. so you can check it out if you want. Yeah, cool. yeah. Solid. What would you say? Um, and again, before we get into like what the game day is like, what would you say is like one of your favorite memories on campus? Oh, during your college yeah, career, definitely that Duke win. That okay. was so much fun because we like we all rolled the quad and then we like went out that night and the mm-hmm. whole basketball team like came to the party. And we oh, were awesome. all singing like we are the champions to them, which just genuinely like making their egos like Even massive, yeah. <laughs> massive, Even yeah. 
um but that was like so much fun and it's like so weird to think about that being like right before covid because yeah. mm-hmm. that was like my last like big Hurrah. moment on yeah. campus yeah and like a uh, freshman year of college I went to the Charlotte Bowl game, and we were playing yeah. A&M, and, like, mm-hmm. I'm from Texas, and, like, a lot of my family went to A&M, so it was really fun to... to be to down kinda, on them. Yeah, yeah. Which we're doing again this year, so. I was about to say, you yeah. guys are playing in the Gator Bowl yep. against A&M, yep. and you guys have had a great year this year, 10-3. and three, Yeah. So. Insane. We were 8-0 for a while. Yes, I thought we were going to be undefeated. Yep. That was so sad. And you guys were in the ACC Championship this year against... Pitt, yep. Pitt, Pitt's really good though this year. Yeah, well, so. Pitt beat us. <laughs> but hey, great year. Yeah. Um, you're going to the game actually, right? Because it's I like, am going yep. to the game. Yeah, that I'm so excited. excited. That should be awesome. Yeah. So tell me about like a typical Saturday game day when you're going to a football game. Okay. Um, so I was, so Greek life is really big, obviously. Mm-hmm. So like, and I was in a sorority, so usually, okay. like, you, you have your little, like, sorority game day pins. Yeah, yeah. powwow. Um, and you, like, tailgating is huge. So you'll, oh, you'll go tailgating, like, for, like, half the day. Like, if you have, like, an afternoon game, like, you'll be, Starting you'll start tailgating. Yep. No, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, yeah, lots of that. And then, um, so, <laughs> unfortunately, this is sad, but usually... It probably was different this year because we were so good, okay. but I wasn't there this during year. It, yeah. But I was there during years where we were very bad. <laughs> so, you, get, you get rolled. Right. So at games, like, we all kind of went into it being like, I mean, there's no way we're going to win. Especially Clemson games. Like, oh, we never beat Clemson. Mm-hmm. Like, and usually it's an embarrassing. Like, this year it was more respectable because it was like 40 yeah. 20 something. Mm-hmm. And because they um, were all, all weren't that good this year. And yeah. You guys were good as well. <laughs> right, so. Exactly. Um, but like usually it's like 50 to seven or whatever. Um, and so we kind of go into the game being like, we'll stay for the first half. And just because, you know, we were, we tailgated, we're drunk. Why not just stay yeah. for half a game? And then people would typically clear out. Unless, unless it was close, but mm-hmm. like, but it was for, I feel like, especially when I was there, it was either games where, like, we 100% were going to win because it was, like, some no-name school. And so, like, yeah. that you don't even want to stay very long either because it's so clear that we're, like, winning. Mm-hmm. Or games that were, like, just hopeless from, like, the From the first half. I think really the only one that, like, everyone stayed the whole game is against Duke. Okay. Or, like, NC State, UNC, like, yeah, North Carolina big, schools. Mm-hmm, the big rivals. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's you. usually how it goes. Solid. What are um, some of your, like, chants or stuff you'll do in the crowd? During the game, um, <laughs> a lot of like nerdy stuff, like just being like we're smarter than you, like <laughs> our GPAs are like better, which is like such a lame, <laughs> lame. Chant. So beating them with uh, the brain. <laughs> yeah, you know? like except against Duke, because I mean we can't really use that argument. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, you especially against Elon, we're like I mean, it's not even close. No, um, <laughs> so it's usually. Yeah, when when your football team is not that great, you kind of have to resort to like academic heckles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like we'll obviously like just be screaming like like half the crowd goes like demon deacon. Oh, okay. You know? gotcha. I mean, you have to do that. Yeah, of course. And then we'll sing like the mother so dear song a bunch okay. of times. Gotcha. Um, we will be very excited when the old man rides out <laughs> so when you actually pull out when it's me it's yeah. always me yeah surprise i'm i'm the mascot 
Oh, shit. That's <laughs> funny. Well, um, Paige, I appreciate you giving us uh, the insight. Um, yeah. You know, now I know a lot about Wake Forest. <laughs> if I ever go there, I'm ready. Right, yeah. Just without some of, some of my facts. Some big mother so dear. I'll start saying I'll hop on a motorcycle, uh-huh. get a top hat. That's mm-hmm. all I need. Yep. I mean, you'll fit right in. <laughs> so I appreciate you coming on. Um, again, thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, I know this is kind of a day later than it normally is, but just wanted to get this uh, college and college football in. So I appreciate everyone tuning in. Um, again, everyone be safe. Uh, Merry Christmas. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day is coming up this week. So, you know, everyone who celebrates that, kudos to them and, you know, enjoy it with friends and family. Also, everyone be safe out there. You know, with everything going on in the world, just uh, be safe and spend a lot of time with family. So I appreciate everyone. And uh, till next week, everybody. Peace.